Crime does not pay. My advice to you, Mrs. Forster, is talk. Not me. Nobody makes me talk. You're going before the grand jury in three days. You'll have to talk. If you don't admit what we know you know, Mrs. Forster, you'll be indicted for perjury. So what? You think I care? Will you support me? Will your grand jury pass the hat or something? They'd rather look at my legs. They'd pay for that all right if I was still in show business. And get this, you great, big, legal hotshot. My husband is worth more to me dead than alive. In the interest of good citizenship and law enforcement, we present Crime Does Not Pay, based on a famous Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer series of short subjects. In just a moment, you will hear Trigger Man's Mall, starring Nancy Kelly. Does Not Pay, starring Nancy Kelly as Liza Foster in Trigger Man's Mall. There is a big business in America called simply organized crime. Its tentacles spread into many parts of American life. And when one is cut off, others seem to grow in its place. This is the surface pattern. But beneath the surface, this kind of crime is as complex and highly organized as any huge legitimate corporation. There's a board of directors. There are contact men and salesmen. There are distributors and collectors. And when the collectors fail, there are agencies whose sole duty it is to bring the delinquent account to organized crime's own particular brand of bankruptcy. That's him, Tootsie, that's him. Croker, can't you whisper? Not since I took a slug in my windpipe. You see him? Just passed under that lamppost. Okay, I got him. Beat it. You don't have to tell me, Tootsie. You don't have to tell me. Sorry, Allie, you didn't pay off. About due. The car is gray. Spotlight on the driver's side. They'll take the corner pretty fast. Ready, Swifty? I'm in first. All I gotta do is let out the clutch. Watch it, Tootsie. It's him, Tootsie. Heard you the first time, Croker. Okay, Swifty. <laughs> I'd like to hear the radio. More coffee, Charlie? Oh, thanks. No, Liza. Makes me nervous. Can't do my best work. Andy, dear? Yeah, a little. Bank killing last Stay quiet. Winter. I want to hear this, fellow. And the rapid succession of killings in recent weeks points to a rising crime wave in this city. Why hasn't the city administration done something? In the last case, the machine gunning of Casey Carter's automobile on Prince Street in broad daylight, only a miracle saved passers-by from injury and death. When will something be done to... I thought he had something. <laughs> oh, do they ever. Just talk. 
Well, Tootsie, my boy... Why do you always call him Tootsie? His name is Andrew, Andrew Foster. It's just a nickname, Liza. Like mine, the bug. Oh, for heaven's sake. Do men ever grow up? Only when it's time to go to the office, darling, which is right now. Uh, where's my briefcase, dear? No, on the hall table with your hat. Uh, home early? Well, I... I don't know. Charlie, make him leave the office early tonight. I want to see that picture down the street. Liza, your word is our command. Mr. Forster, you are leaving early tonight. And thanks for the breakfast, Liza. Wish I were lucky enough to be married. Good morning, Mr. Foster. Mr. Morgan. Good morning, Daisy. Any mail, Daisy? It's on your desk, Mr. Foster. There's a special memo for you right on top, sir. Oh, thanks. See you later, Charlie. Right. Lunch, maybe, if you're not too busy? Maybe so. Uh, let's see. Oh, well, well. Yes, Mr. Foster? Daisy, did you type this memo I have from Mr. Ennis? Yes, sir. About the matter you're to look into at 419 Oleander Place? Yeah, that's the one. Who's the commission agent on the deal? Uh, Mr. Croker Thompson, I believe, sir. Thank you, Daisy. Oh, Daisy, if my wife calls while I'm out, tell her I expect to be finished early so she can look for me around 4.30 this afternoon. Hey, Tootsie, what you using today? My Luger, why? Uh, I was hoping it was going to be your rifle. Boy, you're sweet with a rifle. None better. <laughs> Thank you, Swifty. I like those jobs myself. Especially that last one with the telescopic sight. Uh-uh. Start your motor, Swifty. Right. Uh, is that him with, uh, with Croker? That's him. Look at him smile. Yeah. Not a worry in the world. Not in a minute he won't have. Unlight your door for Croker. Yep. What you waiting for, Tootsie? I don't waste ammunition. So, like I was saying, there ain't a reason in the world why you should be sore, Jersey. Not a reason. Swifty, my pal. Hi, old-timer. Get in, Crocus. Slam that door. Brother, I thought you'd never pull that trigger. But I did. Where to, Tootsie? Well, we'll drop Croker, and then you come on home for a drink. I feel glad to see This is us, Swifty. Third floor front. Oh, not a bad layout. Not bad at all. Beauty of it is, there's a fire stair built into the house. Two exits. Get it? <laughs> not gaudy, <laughs> but neat. Is that you, Andy? Yes, dear. Swifty's with me. <laughs> you don't have to warn me, darling. Charlie and Elaine are inside. Oh, that's nice. Hi, Miss Foster. Hello, Mr. Reynolds. I, uh, I heard about Charlie's girl. She, everything they say she is? You will see in a minute. <laughs> Living room's this way. Right. Now, that's what I told Andy's here time. and Mr. Reynolds. Oh. Oh. Hey, Tootsie and Swifty. Sorry I missed lunch, fellow. Hello, Elaine. <laughs> the poor working man. What do you keep, bankers hours? Uh, just about. Oh, Elaine, this is huh? Swifty Reynolds. Mr. Reynolds, uh, Miss Carteret. Mm-hmm. Hello, Mr. Reynolds. How are you, Miss Carteret? Everything okay today downtown, Tootsie? Right as rain. How was the market? Not bad. I'd say uh, bullish as far as we're concerned. Yeah. 
It always is. Well, things always go well when men enjoy their work. I don't believe anybody enjoys work after a while. Well, maybe a change of scene would do you some good. I don't see what you two have to complain about. I see Charlie whenever he's free, but you two. Oh, gee whiz. Sometimes a man thinks of retiring, you know. <laughs> You're right. Oh, you are tired, darling. Maybe it's because I just don't see an end anywhere. What do you mean, partner? Nothing, I guess. You must mean something. Yeah, something. Why don't you let him be? He's tired. I'm tired of a lot of things. Just, well, when things get routine, when it's too easy to do any kind of a job, it... you begin to get a sort of a conscience. Is that it? A conscience? Maybe so. I never quite thought of it like that before. You better say that again, Swifty. Well, I, uh, I uh, wouldn't have thought anything. Uh, only the day after he said that about a conscience, it took him two shots to complete a deal. And that ain't like Tootsie. No, it isn't. Maybe he doesn't like his work anymore. Could be. All right, Swifty, you can go. Charlie, the bug is outside. Tell him to wait a few minutes. Yes, sir, outside. Well, Vic? He's a good man, Jonesy. Was a good man. You seem pretty sure. He's showing all the symptoms. After a while, none of them can take it. Mm. What about his wife? A smart babe. She don't have to know. And if she guesses, she'll keep her mouth shut. Besides, without a corpus delicti... Hmm. All right. I'll get Charlie. Now, there's a good man. Come in, Charlie. Right. Well, Vic, Jonesy. Yeah. Soon? In cases like this, the sooner the better. I'm his best friend. You know the rules. Who else? Where? You pick it. Disposal? Call Daisy. Ask her for the disposal squad. All right. When? Tomorrow morning. After breakfast. Elaine called me yesterday, Andy. Did I tell you? No. Anything special? Well, she wants us to meet her and Charlie for dinner tonight. Well, if I can... Oh, you're not going out of town again. I had a note from Vic yesterday late. He said I might have to. Oh. Where's Charlie this morning? I'm picking him up at Max's. Oh, that's funny. Why? Well, he's always here. Even Charlie likes to change the routine once in a while for luck. I see. For luck. Don't you believe him? Charlie never needs luck. Every man needs it sometimes. It's when his luck runs out. Uh, well... Andy, I'm... I'm worried about you. You've... You've been so upset lately. Me? Upset? Look at that hand. Deadly as a rock. Let's see now. Briefcase, top coat, hat. Well, sir... Andy, kiss me, please. Sure, sure. How's that? No, no, Andy. Like this. think he was going off to the moon, not just out of the office. Goodbye, darling. Good... Goodbye, darling. Oh, 
Tootsie. Oh, good morning, Charlie. Where's Max? Stepped out for a few minutes. Don't move, Tootsie. It'll be quicker that way. Too bad you had to get a conscience. Too bad. Charlie, I think... Daisy, this is the bug. There's a situation at Max's place needs clearing up. Send the disposal squad over at once. In just a moment, Crime Does Not Pay will continue with Trigger Man's Mall. Continue with Crime Does Not Pay, starring Nancy Kelly as Liza Foster in Trigger Man's Mall. Liza said goodbye to Tootsie that last morning without a second thought. When he failed to come home that night, she felt certain he'd been called away suddenly, and she'd hear from him in a day or so. A day went by, and another, and still another. Just silence. She ran into Charlie on the street the fourth day Tootsie was unheard from. But, but don't you know, Charlie? Tootsie didn't say a word. But that's so funny. I, I thought you of all people... Well, you know how it is in business. Yes, yes, I, I suppose I do. Take it easy, kid. Tootsie's probably someplace where he can't get in touch with anybody. That's all. May I, may I speak with Daisy, please? This is Daisy. Oh, this is Mrs. Foster, Daisy. Oh, yes, Mrs. Foster. I wouldn't bother you at the office, but I haven't had any word of my husband for a week now. Do you know where he went? I'm sorry, Mrs. Foster, but we have absolutely no information as to his present whereabouts. I, I see. I'm awfully glad you came over, Elaine. It's dull here, alone. How's Charlie? <laughs> Fresh and smooth as ever. You know, he hasn't been here in two weeks. Not since the morning before Tootsie went away. Ah, he's been pretty busy. You know, it's funny in a way. For weeks, that man of yours dropped in here every morning to go downtown with Tootsie and... The first morning he doesn't show up is the day Tootsie goes away and doesn't come back. Aren't you adding two and two and getting five, Liza? Maybe not. I'd like to see Charlie. Why don't, why don't you both come over some evening? We'll have some fun. <laughs> Freeze the crowd, Liza, dear. <laughs> well, tell Charlie to bring a friend for me. I'm young, Elaine, and not too bad looking. I, I don't expect to spend my life just looking at these four walls, you know. Excuse me, dear. Of course, darling. Uh, hello, Miss Foster. Swifty, won't you come in? Uh, sorry, Miss Foster, uh, no time just now. Um, I have an envelope for you. Tootsie's okay. You'll hear from me. Swifty. Uh, so long, Miss Foster. I'll be saying. 
Goodbye, Swifty. An envelope. Well, you won't learn anything from the outside of it. Hmm? Oh, no, no, I, I suppose not. A pretty picture. It's a nice round number, too. A hundred bucks. From Tootsie, do you think? You heard what Swifty said. He didn't say the money came from Tootsie. Let's see now. Uh, I got it. To the guy who gave his wife the happiest two years of her life by staying away from her. Yeah, that's Ten thousand dollars. Ten G's. That's ten grand. Hey, what's with you, honey? Money in the bank? I'm figuring. One hundred weeks and a hundred a week. Ten thousand smackers. Any man worth that. Hey, what started? My insurance policy. Every week I get a hundred dollars from Tootsie. Hey, you know I almost forgot about that? Not bad, though, is it? All you gotta do is sit here quietly. It's worth five G's every year. <laughs> Tootsie was a good provider, but never that good. Well, Swifty isn't pretty, but I sure enjoy Liza, seeing shut up. What's that racket out there? Charlie. Liza, put our glasses away. Drop the ashtrays quickly. You've been here alone. Grab your hat, Elaine. Elaine, Elaine, you mink. You don't want the cops to get that to you. You know the way, Charlie. Tootsie's fire tower, the second exit? You bet. Come on, Elaine. You see, I never went through a way before. Don't you think you are being unreasonable, Mrs. Forster? Not in the least. We have every reason to believe that your husband was killed, and according to the rules, by the man who was his best friend. But you insist he's merely disappeared. And that's all you know, too. Volterra, bring in your friend. Yes, sir. I wouldn't be too sure about our not hooking you up to this operation, Mrs. Forster. In here, you. All right, all right. Take it easy, will you? Well, Mrs. Forster... I never saw this man in my life before. Did you hear that, Swift? Yeah, I heard, I heard. She's lying. Every week, for two solid years, I brought her the insurance. A hundred bucks a week. Fifty from Vic Ennis, fifty from Jonesy Johnson. Ten grand she's had, I told you. You're a liar. You heard her, Swift? Yeah, I hear, I hear. She's lying. I'm telling you the truth. You gotta believe me, you gotta... I believe you, but without corroboration, a jury won't. Oh. Oh, I get it. That's why I'm here. Exactly, Mrs. Forster. Well, of course, I'm not familiar with such things, but isn't there a code that governs these matters, and doesn't that code provide definite penalties for... for informers? Ready, Volterra? Yes, sir. Plugged in, threaded, and focused. Now then, Mrs. Forster... Oh, so nice of you to provide movies, Mr. District Attorney, and right in your own office, too, a feature picture? Yes, featuring you. All right, Sergeant. Yes, sir. I want you to watch these pictures carefully, Mrs. Forster. Your friend, Swifty Reynolds, took I them. told you, I never saw him before in my While life. While you and your husband and several others were vacationing on the beach at Miami. You see, there you are. You're charming in a bathing suit, Mrs. Forster. That is not me. Just somebody you'd like a jury to think in. And there's your husband. And there's a close-up of Vic Ennis lighting your cigarette. 
And of course you recognized Charlie and the lady. I never went to Miami. Never. You seem to be having a fine time in Miami in those movies, Mrs. Forster. I never saw any of those people, any of them. Do you get it? All right, Sergeant. Yes? Uh, well, all right, go to it. Sergeant, take this Jane back to her room. The boys have located Charlie and his mall over at a place called Max's. Let's go. Give me another one, Ellie. I'm loading as fast as I can. Not fast enough. When I find a rat who tipped off the flat. Charlie, stay away from the window. This is what they want. This is what they put you in with me. You told. You squeal on Charlie and they shot him in the Shut belly. Shut up, you idiot. It was pussy ring. I'll kill you. Let me get my hands on you. I'll kill you. Stay away from me now. Stay away Charlie's from me. Charlie's dying with a bullet in his guts and you did it. You did it because you know he did what... Elaine, this. Elaine, let go. Let, let you go. go with my bare hands. My hands. Go my hands. All right, all right. For two years, I kept my mouth shut. My for two years, and I never bleeded once. But you, you dirty blonde, you have the gall. Oh. All right, break it up, both of you. That's enough. You there. You killed my Charlie. Come along, Mrs. Foster. The DA wants you. My advice to you, Mrs. Foster, is talk. Not me. Nobody makes me talk. You're going before the grand jury in three days. You'll have to talk. What for? I'm not afraid of that dirty blonde you pushed in with me, and I'm not afraid of you or any other district attorney. If you don't admit what we know you know, Mrs. Forster, you'll be indicted for perjury. So what? You think I care? Will you support me? Will your grand jury pass the hat or something? They'd rather look at my legs. They'd pay for that if I was still in show business, and... And get this, you great, big, legal hotshot. My husband is worth more to me dead than alive. Eliza Foster, it is my duty as the judge in this court to sentence you for the crime of perjury of which you have been duly convicted. I am limited in this duty by what the penal code of this state provides. I wish I could send you away forever. You and all the people like you who are intelligent enough to know better, but who pander to and work with organized crime for nothing more than greed and money. However, under the law, I am limited as follows. Two and a half to five years in state prison and a fine of $10,000. If you are unable to pay that fine out of your funds, I direct the parole board to extend your term in prison at their discretion. All right, take her out. Oh, no. Now it's your turn. But I'll get out. You can keep me there ten years, but you'll not get one cent of my money. Not you, nor the DA, nor any of your flight hops. And, and when I get out, and when I get out... Brian does not pay. <laughs> Then.
Nancy Kelly, who was starred as Liza Foster in Trigger Man's Mall, will be back with you in just a moment. Now, here in person is Nancy Kelly. Liza Foster seems like a strange and fictitious character, I know, but even so, she's a little frightening. And when you realize that such a person really lived, a woman who refused to identify the man who murdered her husband, it all becomes even more frightening. The counterparts of Liza, of Tootsie, of Charlie were real people, the kind of real people who live on and on through highly organized crime. But it must be remembered that organized crime obtains its foothold in any community largely through the indifference of decent citizens. And what costly indifference. Yes, costly in money and safety and even in the lives of people like you and like me. Believe me, there's much that you as good citizens can do to head off organized crime, to prevent people like these from, from riding roughshod through our community. It's a warning to decent citizens as well as to potential criminals when we tell you that crime does not pay. Thank you, Nancy Kelly. Crime Does Not Pay is written by Ira Marion and directed by Mark D. Lowe, with music composed and conducted by John Gart. Technical advisor is Burton B. Turkis. The events, characters, and names used in the story you've just heard are fictitious. Any similarity is purely coincidental.